The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. Oh, hi. Who is it? This is the place to talk about everything related to the home, buying or selling real estate, financing, and improvements that can help increase your home's value. I'm going to make this place your this is Minnesota Home Talk on Score North. Here's your host, Jason Walgrave. Good morning, folks, and welcome back. Just cut the music right into it, Evan. Come on. It's That's like you... a legacy from last week, apparently. <laughs> Minnesota Home Talk. We're live on Score North on 1500. We are the original real estate show here. Every Saturday morning, of course, you can catch us on demand. Uh, on our website, minnesotahometalk.com. All of our past shows are on there via podcast. I'm your host, Jason Walgrave, with Walgrave Real Estate Group and the Minnesota Real Estate Team with REMAX, Advantage Plus, the great co-host, Mortgage Mike Overson, with Leader One Financial, the magician of money, the master of finances, the commander of coins, Mike <laughs> That's me. I'm here. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And we were both off last weekend. Um, Evan, what, did, what, what was it like with us not here? Was it was it uh, calming? It was and quiet, peaceful. It was really nice, relaxing. Evan Evan sat in the studio back there and cried a little bit. <laughs> did you cry? No. <laughs> it's bringing back memories. I was don't, fine. Don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> All right, guys, we got a big show planned this morning. What's uh, what do we got? All right, we have uh, seven client behaviors emerging from COVID nineteen. Um, this is an article that was out in the uh, Realtor Magazine. Uh, it's a great article. Talk talks about what client behaviors um, have been emerging from COVID nineteen. So we're going to go over those. Some good stuff for. Um, just kind of the changes that have occurred in the last few months. Uh, and then we've got high resale value projects you can tackle in a weekend. We also have uh, five things to know when buying a home during Florida's hurricane season. I think there's another one rolling through pretty soon or something. I did see a couple of our friends who live in Florida post some stuff about it. Something's coming. So we've got Something's a, coming. We got a lot of our friends, family, a lot of people we know live in Florida. There's a lot of... Folks from Minnesota that move to Florida or buy a second home in Florida. So if we have time, we'll go through that. We've got uh, two pair of St. Paul Saints tickets to give away. So if you'd like to go to a game. Evan, you want to go to one of these games? A little Saints game? Kind of. Kind of? I don't know if I've ever got time. Well, we'll see if we can hook you up. Uh, If you're listening to the show, you'd like to go to a Saints game. We're giving away two pair of tickets. Great seats. Uh, They're a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to give those away to the two best real estate questions during the show. The phone lines are open at 651-646-8255. Uh, give us a call this morning. Uh, anything and everything real estate related, 651. Phone lines are open, 651-646-8255. We have a text line. You can also text your questions. That gives you a chance to win as well. The text line is 612 202 to one our text line to win St. Paul Saints tickets. Text your real estate question to 612-202-8321. So, I mean, folks, that's any questions related to real estate, buying, selling, 
investing, financing, refinancing, uh, um, home improvement. You have questions about title. Uh, you have questions about um, really anything to do with your home or real estate in general, even commercial properties. Yep. Maybe you have a question on will this will this uh, fish wallpaper that I have picked out that has salmon on it, if I add that to my house, how much value would that add? That would be a question. You can ask that question. You can ask that question. We'll, we'll, we will give you an honest, gentle answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> gentle, <laughs> gentle answer. We'll give you the... We'll give you the like the nicest no you've ever heard, ever. <laughs> a Minnesota on, no. <laughs> a Minnesota no for putting that fish wallpaper in your house. All right, phone lines are open. If you want to go to a Saints game, give us a call with your real estate question. The studio lines are open at 651-646-8255. The text line is also open at 612-202-8321. You can call or text. Both ways will give you a chance to win Saints tickets, and we've got two pair to give away. All right, let's do some smoking hot listings. We're going to start in St. Paul. Folks, we have an investment property for sale, a five-unit, completely renovated property, just under 5,000 square feet, uh, located at 976 Bush Avenue in St. Paul. Uh, This property, again, fully renovated. It's got a really nice cap rate. Uh, great income-producing property is on the market for $1.25 million. And again, it's located at 976 Bush Avenue in St. Paul. Uh, Henderson, we've got a new listing in Henderson, Minnesota. This is a phenomenal rambler. Folks, we've got 2,824 square feet, a five-bedroom, three-bathroom, two-car garage, 2001 built. Um, it's located at 149 Woodland Drive in Henderson, Minnesota. Uh, price to sell. At three thirty nine nine hundred, moving over to Maplewood. This is a completely renovated. Uh, we've got a brand new uh, second story, brand new basement. A uh, whole main level has been uh, redone. Located at one two three nine Dorland Road South. It is a one and a half story, a four bedroom, two bathroom, two car garage. Nineteen fifty one build has an additional shed in the back, but it also sits on a point seven five acre lot. Uh, if you're looking for some space. You're looking for some peace and quiet. This is a great neighborhood. This property is on the market for $294. Uh, in uh, Prior Lake, we've got a, a property listed at 14288 Wilds Overlook Northwest. A five-bedroom, four-bathroom. Uh, five-bedroom, five-bathroom, rather. Four-car-plus garage, 2007 build. 6,450 square feet on a half-acre lot on the market for $969. Um, also in the Wilds, located at 14709 Wilds View Northwest. A four-bedroom, three-bathroom, three-car garage, 2005, built 4,557 square feet. This home is on the golf course. Brick front. It's a walkout rambler on the market for $698. Uh, we've got a development opportunity in Mound, Minatrista area, located at 6639-6701 Bartlett Boulevard. In Mound, 5.85 acres, uh, Minnetonka Lakeshore. Uh, it is a development opportunity on the market for $2.5 million. Uh, Pebble Creek Custom Homes has, uh, I think they've got a couple lots left in the Twin Ponds development. I know they have three or four lot holds in place right now. Uh, they're building homes in that 650 to 690 start range up to $1.3 million. Uh, the lots range in price from 109 to 165 and that's in the Twin Ponds development, Prior Lake Savage School District, and... Uh, um, 
let's see, those lots are in size of about a half acre to almost one acre. So, more information about that. Give us a call. Let's see. Those are our hot listings for the week. For more information about these folks, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. Click on the property search button. We've also excited to uh, talk about a new partnership we have with a company called 72 Sold. If you'd like to sell your home in 72 hours for top market dollar, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. Click on Sell Your Home in 72 Hours, and we'll get you all the details on that. Very excited about that program. We've got um, free market analysis. Of course, all of our fantastic partners are on our website. Go to minnesotahometalk.com. We've got uh, Remax Advantage Plus, Leader One, Pebble Creek Custom Homes, Bella Remodeling. We've got Todd Rooker, Last Switch, Nepsis Capital Management. We've got uh, Credit Life, uh, Trademark Title, Urban Landworks, Home Inspections, Clear Choice Insurance, HMS Home Warranty, EKJ Appraisals, Trend Home Staging, Two Falls Real Estate with Marcus Walgrave, Chestnut Cambrone, Jeff O'Brien over there, Detail Home Services. Uh, we've got a few nonprofits that uh, we partner with, Rock, Pain-Free Patriots, Trust Vets. Um, we have uh, Riverland Banking for your commercial banking needs. Steve Burrell is fantastic. TPM Flooring, all your flooring needs. Safe Basements, Minnesota. If you're looking to uh, prevent or treat any uh, safe or wet basements, Safe Basements, Minnesota, they're the best in the business. Yeah, Kepper's Plumbing, Home Media Innovations, Rental Management Guys, and Lift Up, another nonprofit. So um, uh, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. You can connect with all of our fantastic partners. Uh, anything rela- uh, related to real estate, they're on there. If we're missing a company or a category and you'd like us to um, bring them on as a partner, let us know. If you are a company, you'd like to join the uh, the real estate show, uh, there is a um, join the team or no, become a partner button. Um, so you can click on that as well. Go to minnesotahometalk.com. Whew. Bam. All right. Hot deals are done. We've got our list of things to do. Oh, market updates. Let's do those. Those are brand new. Yeah, I was hot looking at off those. the press. I was looking at uh, looking up some historical data while you were going through hot listings nice. there in in relation to the market updates. Oh yeah. All right. Well, well, you know what? This is something we can do together. We'll we'll, we'll team mm. up on this. Okay. Market updates as of today, the twenty second of August two thousand twenty. Inventory of homes for sale nine thousand two hundred ninety one. That's low, folks. It's so low that um, it's twenty nine percent lower. Than last year at this time. Last year, there's 13,000 homes in the market, which is also very low. So I'm looking, yeah, so I'm kind of going through there. So if if you're not familiar with the amount of inventories, uh, inventory of homes for sale in the Twin Cities, I mean, it was very rare that we would drop below 10,000 listings until a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Then, But then we would only drop underneath 10,000 listings maybe in January and February. That would be the only two months we'd drop below 10,000 listings, right? Yep. And then we would have listings anywhere between probably 13 and 17 to 18,000, right? Yep. During the during the uh, the bigger months, the summer months. Um, we've barely broken 10,000 listings only twice this year so far. Mm-hmm. We've been underneath 10,000 listings for almost every single entire month this year, where before we wouldn't even get underneath 10,000 mm-hmm. and then it might be maybe a month here, maybe a month there. So that's, that's the type of inventory that we're talking about when we're going through these uh, inventories for home. Super low uh, and an average or, or what we would consider a healthy market would be somewhere between 26, 29,000 listings. Um, you know, when there was uh 
the the real estate crash, 07, 08, 09, you saw listings as high as 40,000, you know, 42, 43,000, uh, huge inventory. Uh, I think 40 plus percentage of those were distressed. So short sales foreclosures. So we're just super low inventory. And, you know, there's there's people always asking, well, you know, there's got to be some sort of correction coming, right? Yeah. Values have gone up too much, this and that. The value of real estate is all about supply and demand. When you got low supply like this and the demand is high, values are not going to be coming down. Right. We need to hit if 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 we ever hit eighteen to twenty thousand listings, then it might level off. You know what yep. I mean? And we got to get to probably twenty five thousand to thirty thousand listings before any sort of values might decrease. Okay. We haven't seen. I mean, when's the last time you've even seen twenty thousand listings? 10 years probably 10 yeah 10, ten years. years yeah it's been a long time so yeah i can't i can't remember a time that we've had twenty thousand listings yeah it's been i mean it's probably been 10 years yeah so, so watch the inventory levels if it if it starts getting up there then yeah there might be a pullback on home values until that happens it's going to keep on going up all right so inventory is down 29 percent. we're at we're at 9291 last year thirteen thousand. pending home sales in the last three months okay listen up Pending home sales in the last three months, 19,918. Last year at this time, 18,995. Pending home sales are up almost 5% in the last three months compared to last year at this time. Um, that's a big deal. Right. That's a big deal. Now let's look at the median sale price. Thir- uh, 313,000. A year ago, 283000 That's up 10.6%. The median sale price is up over 10% from this time last year. And the pending sales are up, pending sales for the last three months are up almost 5% from this time last year. That's your appreciation right there. It's crazy. If, if you bought a house last year for 283, your house is now worth 313. You gained 10% in one year. 10% in one year. Boom. It's insane. Now, affordability index is 145. A year ago, we were 146. Uh, homes per buyer, only 1.9, so about two. Um, a year ago, we were at 2.7, so closer to three. Uh, average days on market, 41. A year ago, we were at 38. And homes are selling for 100.1% of list price right now. A year ago, we were at 99.6. So that's what's going on, folks. Homes are selling for uh, asking price. Um, they are, uh, the average sale price is up or the median sale price is up 10%, 10.6%. And there's more sales, more pending sales in the last three months, uh, than there were last time, uh, last year at this time. So pretty Crazy. wild. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I, we feel that because, because of how, um, busy we are, how many folks we're helping buy, sell, finance, refinance. Um, Mike, you got a couple loans on the books for this month, I just, think. Just a couple, doing a couple you know, loans here. a couple loans. A lot of activity going. <laughs> if you if you are it's almost to a point where you're in that bread and butter price range which is going to be what now 400 and less yeah if you oh. are even thinking about selling your house it's already sold yep yep like you don't it's not even like we're not even for sure that we're going to sell it oh we it's sold it, which which brings up a which brings up another question that a lot of sellers have is well, okay i i don't want to be homeless i don't want to be homeless so i'll come in and meet with them i'll do a market analysis i'll give you um, a very accurate um, uh, value on, on what we can sell for uh, and then how long it's going to take. And so a lot of times, folks, well, I don't know. I, I got to find something, um, but we can't really write a contingent offer because the market is so competitive, right? Well, they meet with you first, uh, Mike. And, and most of the time, 
or a lot of the time. It depends on you know credit and income and different factors. But I think a lot of sellers are surprised that they have the ability to buy non-contingent. Right. So what does that mean? It means that we can write a non-contingent offer. You have the ability to buy the new house without selling your current house. Now we can still time it to sell. You know, you secure the the one you want to buy. We put that closing date out a little bit further, and then we go in and we market and we sell your house. We can still time it to get them closed around the same time so you don't have double mortgage payments, um, but it allows you to be in a position to buy and write offers non-contingent because most sellers, you know, they're not going to look at contingent offers. Right. Well, they don't need there's to. There's going to be the people too who are like, well, I can sell my own house and get a little bit more money but managing <laughs> this ballet. That's where you guys come in. It, it's true. It, it, it's true. And that's a good point, Evan. And if you look around, there's not many for sale by owners right now. There's very, very few. I mean, I see... Maybe every couple of weeks I'll see a, a random for sale by owner sign um, because this, the statistics that go along with that, they sell for 8% less than, than a home that's, that's properly marketed and advertised to, to all of the, the potential buyers. Uh, and then you've got the marketing, the advertising, you've got the paperwork, you've got the emotional attachment to the house. So when it's all said and done, most for sale by owners will lose money, meaning their net dollars at the end of the day are less than if they hire a top, and it's important top, real estate agent or real estate team to sell their home um, for the highest amount in the quickest time. Yep. So um, it's a good point. All right, folks, got the phone lines open at 651-646-8255. We're giving away St. Paul Saints tickets. If you'd like to go to a Saints game, we're giving away two pair of Saints tickets this morning. 651-646-8255 is the call number. Give us a call with your real estate question, anything and everything real estate related. And uh, the two best questions, you're going to win Saints tickets. Give us a call. Studio lines are open at 651-646-8255. The text line is open at 612-202-8321. That is the text line, 612-202-8321. We're on Facebook Live, so you can go there, check us out, ask questions, make comments. We appreciate however you're tuning in this morning, whether it's Facebook Live, whether it's uh, on the Internet one of our websites, uh, or on the air at AM1500. Uh, Folks, are you interested in buying a home but do not qualify for traditional financing? Are you interested in contract for deed financing? Do you need some creative financing? Maybe you're self-employed, you're a business owner. Um, We have clients that offer contract for deeds. Um, You pick the property, they'll do a contract for deed with you. Give us a call or check us out online at minnesotahometalk.com. Folks, that's Minnesota. Home talk, like 80s hip hop. <laughs> yeah, 80s hip hop. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, after, you know, 50,000 shows, you think we'd be a little bit better at this than we are. You would think so. That's I mean, a lot just, of practice. Just uh, mathematically speaking, you'd, you'd think you'd get better after that many shows. Well, we like to, sh- we like to uh, think outside the box, shift the paradigm. What's. <laughs> <laughs> go we like to swim against the current yes you know however yes. you want to describe it get a workout in that's how we do it trying to get legs in yep legs day against the current <laughs> <laughs> all right we got the phone who wants to go to a saints game we're giving away saint paul saints tickets we got a couple pair to give away the two best real estate questions you're going to go give us a call the studio lines are open at 651-646-8255 that is the call number 651 646 8255, that is the call number. The text in line is 612-202-8321. That is the text line, 612-202-8321. All right, let's do, I'm going to do the the five things to know when buying 
a home during the Florida hurricane season just because we're right in the middle of it. All right. Number, excuse me. Let's try that again. Number one, when was the house built? Mm. Okay. When was the house built? I think, uh, so 1992, Category 5 storm came through, worst uh, insurance crisis in history. Um, so I think some some different standards, statewide standards, were set in 2002 in Florida. Some things to look at um, when you're buying a home. Um, does it have the, um, the hurricane shutters um, for the windows mm-hmm. and doors? Um, or does it have the new uh, glass? That um, that they have where you don't need the hurricane shutters. Um, so you know questions about that. When was the house built? What kind of things have been added um, to the home um, to specifically to windows and, and whether or not you need the hurricane shutters? Um, number two on the list. How old is the roof? And then uh, what is the roof material? What is the roof's material? So um, you know shingled roofs up here. You see a lot of you know architectural um, shingle roofs. Down there, you see a lot of slate, um, steel roofs, you know, tin. Um, and so um, what is the, and the material and how old is the roof? We're talking about five things to know when buying a home during the Florida's hurricane season, which we're in right now. Uh, number three, uh, take a close look at the windows. So this is talking about um, um, the age of the windows. Um, have the windows been replaced? Have they been repaired? Um, have just the glass been repaired? So take a close look at the windows and how well those windows will um, stack up against a hurricane or um, a hurricane-like weather. Uh, number uh, four on our list is evaluate your insurance needs. Hmm. Okay, uh, we kind of just take homeowners insurance for granted up here, and we you know we work with Brian D. Martinez over at Clear Choice Insurance. Um, we know he's going to get the job done. We just send our clients over, and he just does it. And and but we don't think about things like hurricane or hurricane. So evaluate your insurance needs. Is your insurance coverage enough? Is it protecting you against the things that are coming up? Um, I think Florida's got another hurricane coming through. Is this the third one this year or fourth one? I mean, it's been busy down there for hurricanes, hasn't it? I mean, I think they always get about, they always at least two a year, right? Do they? Okay. So that makes sense. So make sure that your insurance uh, needs are evaluated and make sure you have the right coverage. And then number five on our list of five things to know when buying a home during Florida's hurricane season. Number five, consider annual maintenance costs. So um, just like up here, you know, if you're buying a home in Minnesota, you've got your summer months, you got your winter months, you have additional maintenance costs. Uh, make sure that you are considering all of those costs um, for the entire uh, year in Florida and um, um, add those up. So pretty good list. Five things to know when buying a home during Florida's hurricane season. If you like this list, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. Click on the uh, ask a question button and we'll send this on over to you. All right, what else we got? Michael. Michael, Mortgage Michael Overson. That doesn't sound quite as good as Mortgage Mike. No. Doesn't just doesn't ring. Doesn't doesn't roll no, off the it does doesn't not. roll off the tongue. Mortgage Mike. Um we're gonna do a break, and then when we come back from the break, we're gonna do the seven client behaviors emerging from COVID nineteen. So this is out of Realtor magazine. Uh, it's a great article. Some great things to talk about in here. We do have the phone lines open. We're giving away two pair of St. Paul Saints tickets. Uh, the phone lines are open at 651-646-8255 is the call-in number. 651-646-8255 is the call-in number. We also have a text line. That can uh, win you some tickets as well. Just call or text your questions. Uh, the two best questions will win St. Paul Saints tickets on us. 
And the text line is 612-202-8321. 612-202-8321 is the text line. Uh, give us a call. Send us a text. Win some tickets to a St. Paul Saints game. All right. Where's my where's my sheet? Where is it? Here it is. We have lots of free stuff at minnesotahometalk.com. Free list of non-MLS hot deals, free market analysis on your home or investment property. More information about the 72 Sold program, free home search tools for reports on buying, selling, and investing in real estate, free mortgage pre-approval. Check us out online at minnesotahometalk.com. Folks, that's Minnesota. Home Talk, 646-8255. The text line is also available and open. You can text your questions. You can win that way. The text line is 612-202-8321. That's the text line, 612-202-8321. So I imagine that that last music, that intro music that came in, mm-hmm. That's I imagine Evan sitting at his house. He's got his amp and his guitar. You know, and he's got his little synthesizer. He kind of gets a beat yeah. going. He's named, bam, 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 and he's just. I'm going to be truthful with you guys. Even though I haven't <laughs> done music composition in a while, what I would make would sound a lot, a lot better than that. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, a challenge. I'm, I'm throwing shade at bring, our like stock music. Bring CDs it in. Bring in some. You need examples. to bring. Yeah. Bring it in, Evan. Next week, we want some Evan samples. Yep. Oh, man. I'm really There's doing it. time of the day. <laughs> All right. We got a couple text questions here to cover. We got uh, text number one here. Uh, it's kind of a, a, a double double question text here. We got one mortgage question and one real estate question. So I'm going to cover the mortgage one first. Here we go. It says, so last week, so August 10th, the week of August 10th, they were in the process of locking in the rate of 2.875 with a buy down down to 2.625 for $300. So they're buying their rate down to 2.625 at a cost of 300 bucks. Well, that seems like a great deal. So when Tuesday rolled around, when we actually locked, the buy down went up to 1000 bucks. Can you explain how the bond market works? Also, we were told we were lucky because Fannie Freddie did something on Wednesday that would increase the cost. Can you explain that also? Yes. So um so the bond market um it's just like any other market like it's like the stock market, right? People throw money into there, people take money out. Money goes in, money goes out, it goes up, it goes down. It's just mm-hmm. like anything else. It's like gas prices, milk prices, everything. It just, mm-hmm. you know, it fluctuates. It can fluctuate enough to where you get a rate change two, three times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually saw 13 rate changes back when COVID first hit and the financial markets didn't know what was going on. They didn't know how to react. We literally had one day where we had 13 interest rate changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just you know fluctuates, ebbs and flows a little bit. So the bond market, uh, as the bond market goes up, that means interest rates are going down because you want the market to be high that will drive interest rates down. And then, you know, vice versa, if the bond market is going down, that means interest rates are going to be coming up. So that's how the bond market works. So what happened, um, what happened last Thursday, so a week ago Thursday, was that Fannie and Freddie came out and said, hey, we're basically going to put a tax on refinances. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't use that term, but that's really what it is. This tax is a half a percent of the loan amount, and it's just on refinances. Hmm. So say you're doing a $200,000 refinance loan, and you didn't lock your rate in before this quote-unquote tax went into play. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want that same rate that you were quoted on there, now it's going to cost you an extra 1000 bucks to get. Hmm. Or you're going to trade that $1,000 extra fee for a higher interest rate. So now you're higher? probably about a quarter, okay. roughly. Huh. Right, eighth to a quarter, somewhere in there. So 
And that just went into effect. All of a sudden, boom, it's like, hey, Fannie and Freddie is doing this. Literally within two seconds, every single investor, every single person that prices out loans increase their rates by an eighth to a quarter to cover that additional fee that they're going to collect. So the lender is responsible for collecting that fee and delivering that fee to Fannie and Freddie, which obviously gets passed down to consumer because banks aren't going to eat that fee, right? Right. They're going to either going to charge it to you or they're going to increase your rate to cover the cost of it. So that's exactly what happened on this refinance tax. So literally overnight, rates went up a quarter, let's just say, on refinances uh, two Thursdays ago because of that. Uh, and that's uh, that's just them doing what they do. So, so I have a comment on that. I, I have a comment on that. Um, that that can be frustrating for the consumer. It can be frustrating. It can kind of tick you off. Um, but I do want you to put it into perspective, and and look at still with that quarter point increase in rate, how low your rate is. It's still at historical lows, right? You know, and, and so just. You know, put the whole thing into perspective. Look at the big picture. You're still getting in, you know, below three or even low threes. Or and the truth is, if you're in, if you have an interest rate anywhere in the threes, three point nine nine, incredible on a fixed rate. Anything on a thirty year fixed rate, anything is awesome. I'm still doing most thirty year fixes under three, and I'm still doing most fifteen year fixes at like two seven five, maybe yep. two six two five. There you go. And that's no discount points, right? That's yep. just the straight rate, even after this tax that they yep. put in, you know, whatever. So here's the other thing you got to remember too. It, this is a complete money grab from the government, which is fine because what's the reason that we have interest rates in the low threes or the high twos right now? It's because of the government. The yeah. government stepped in and they started buying a ton of mortgage-backed securities, mm-hmm. right? When they buy mortgage-backed securities, that makes the bond market go up. That drives interest rates down. The only reason why we have rates where they're at today mm-hmm. is because the government stepped in and started buying $40 billion a week yep. of mortgage-backed securities. It's like if they the only reason we have a liquid market in the first place. True. Right. So it's like, yeah, okay, that sucks. You know, you know everyone's like, you know, stupid government, you know, getting their hands on the stuff again. Yeah. Well, they got a lot of stimulus stuff going on, yep. right? Yep. They they brought rates from three nine nine down to two nine nine because of what they're doing. So if they're going to take a quarter percent back in rate, not a big deal. Not just not a big deal. A big deal. Yep. It's better than the alternative. Them not stepping in and doing anything at all. And yep. now we're at three nine nine or four and a quarter. Yep. Right. Yep. So look at the bright side. Okay. Question number two: We just accepted an offer on a home from Home Partners of America mm-hmm. on an all cash offer. Should I be concerned about them backing out of this deal? <laughs> I think simply asking the question, you're already concerned. You know what I mean? And and so look, there there's there's plenty of of e buyers out there. And so whether it's um, you know Zillow offers or guaranteed offers or um, there's there's a bunch of companies that that are are doing similar things to what these guys are doing. And there's nothing wrong with it. But just look at the fine print. Um, you know, we we've run comparisons side by side with, with these sorts of programs. Um, and, and we we're taking a look at the net, uh, the net of our sellers. What are they going to net when it's all said and done? The price compared to what a, a full market price offer will be, the cost compared to, you know, your traditional costs. And we take a look at things side by side. So I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know what their percentage or their close rate is. Um, it would be a, it would be a good question. So any anytime you have a, a company coming in and saying, "Yep, we'll give you an offer," um, you know, cash offer. You know, you pick the closing date. Um, my question as a seller will be, "What's your close rate?" And, and and so what I mean is, is 
if you're making 10 offers to 10 different sellers, how many of those do you actually close on? And it's a fair question, right? Because as the, as a seller, you want to know what's what's the likelihood that these guys are going to close. Um, they have those stats. Those companies know what their their close rate is based on the offers that they're making. And just ask the question, then you'll know. Then you'll have a better sense of of um, you know whether or not it's going to close. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think Home Partners of America is a company that will basically go in and buy a house for a buyer who doesn't qualify for traditional financing and then sell it back to them on a contract for deed or maybe they do Is like it? a lease to own or something like that yep um but i think uh, kind of to your point jason i guess i guess see how their offer is written yeah are there are there safety nets or their trap doors to where they can get out at right. a certain point you know what i mean so it, it really depends i think on the on the offer that they make and the contract they put in front of you to say yep. we can back out because of x y and z yep. and just see if that's you know it, okay well it, like, do they leave the door wide open? And it's like, hey, yeah. we can back out for any reason at any time, whatever. Well, then obviously you might want to, you yeah. know, go a different route. But if it's one of those things where they just do a regular home inspection or whatever, and then it's like, if as long as that passes, now we're on the hook for yeah. it, then you're probably okay. And and, and those are your, that's what you're looking for. How long is the inspection period? Um, you know, what other contingencies are in place? Uh, and and so there's some great programs out there, right? And and so this company, I know they've they've helped out a lot of folks. Both, both buyers and sellers. And so um, they're not all bad, but but just take a look, closer look at the offer. Most buyers um, are going to want an inspection, you know, so just look for things you're, you know, if if your home is listed, which it sounds like this one is listed, um, your listing agent will be able to give you all of the, the details and the summaries, uh, the summary of the offer uh, and talk about the, you know, the high points and, you know, what's good and what's, you know, um, things to look closer at. Um, but, uh, that's all you got to do, and, and you can ask the question: which, which your, if it's a company that is doing that, well, what's your close rate? You know, how you make ten offers, how many you close on? That'd be something I want to know. Yep, good, uh, good points there. Yep. So we have uh, we have another two part question that came in actually here. All right. Uh, how is the current seller's market for a two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars starter home in the Northwest Metro? Uh, burning, smoking hot. Yep, it's already sold. If you're thinking about selling your house, we already got it sold. <laughs> yeah, the movers will be there in about 10 days. We, we probably have a right. hundred buyers right now. Our, our team probably has a hundred buyers right now that would be interested in that home. Yeah. So, so that, that is a, that's a hot property. It's, and it's going to be like, it's going to be like that for the rest of the year, if you ask me. Yep. So this, our spring market basically got pushed, right? And it started what, three, four weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, I'd say you know July. COVID put stuff yeah. on pause yep. just for a little bit, yep. and now all those people are like, "Hey, here we go!" You know, and bam, yep. now your spring market is now you know July through the end of November. Yeah, you know, versus being you know mid February to end of July. Yep. So it's going to be gangbusters all fall. You're going to be just fine, not a problem. Second part to this question: as a seller. Would there be any reason to avoid an FHA buyer? I've heard that FHA inspections can be painful. Is it worth the hassle versus selling to a buyer that's doing conventional? I would say no. That wouldn't concern me at all if it's an FHA buyer. You know, it, that, that's kind of something that maybe 15 years ago, you know, the, the FHA, if you had a conventional and FHA, it was like, we're taking the conventional every time. Um, but but there's, you know, I, I think the FHA inspections or, or appraisals are just, they're not as as strict as they used to be. You know, the, the concerns, you know, it's, I mean, peeling paint and, you know, and, and railings are, are the two most common things that come up, right. you know, but I, I would not be concerned at all on an FHA financed offer. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, I think the the other thing that might come up on FHA uh, is that 
when you do an FHA appraisal in the house, that appraisal sticks to the house for four months, but it only sticks to the house for any other FHA buyers coming to the door. Mm-hmm. Right? So buyer number one's an FHA buyer. They get an appraisal done. The appraisal comes in at 300000 let's say. Right? Yep. So now, if that deal doesn't close... There's an FHA appraisal now that's stuck to the house for the next four months at 300000 So if another FHA buyer comes to the door, you have to use that appraisal. You know that you're not going to sell it for more than 300000 because of that previous appraisal. Yeah. A, a conventional buyer comes to the door. This other FHA appraisal that's already done in the house doesn't mean anything. No mm-hmm. one sees it. It doesn't matter. That conventional buyer gets their own conventional appraisal and you move forward from there. So How about VA? VA, they also have appraisals that stick to houses okay. again. Um, but just for other VA buyers, okay. it's six months with the VA. Okay. So VA buyer number one comes to the door, gets a VA appraisal on the house. Again, let's say it comes in at 300000 That deal doesn't close. Any other VA buyer that comes to the door in the next six months from the date of that appraisal, you have to use that appraisal that was done. Okay. So that's another concern. But at, uh, to your point, Jason, I just, I haven't really had seen yeah. appraisals come in crazy low or anything like that, like value, getting value on an FHA, VA, conventional appraisal lately. There's just been no concerns on that. And like you said, I think the amount of repairs that they're calling out are a lot less as well. Mm-hmm. So a question for you, what what are, if you're doing a hundred loans or a hundred loans are being done, mortgages, what is the percentage of FHA, conventional, VA, and other, would you say? Just estimates. Right now? Right now. Right now, I would say conventional loans make up 85%. Really? Wow. That's a lot higher. Well, because here's the deal. So yeah. conventional loans, so look at look at what's happened over the last five years. Appreciation has gone up. Yep. People have enough equity in their house now so that they can do conventional loans and reduce and remove PMI. So the refinances that we're doing now, a lot of conventional to conventional, sure. but a lot of FHA to conventional uh-huh. or a lot of VA to conventional because they have the equity now, yep. which yep. they didn't have back in the day. Sure. Um, huh. where you can get removed the PMI. So that's why you see this huge shift where literally, I think if I look at our loans over the next two months, I think about 85% are probably conventional huh. because of, you know, that reason. That's and then the other thing too is buyer, you know, buyers out there. I mean, sellers still, just like this text message, sellers still will put a conventional offer in front of an FHA, even though I don't think it needs to be that way. Yeah. That's just what they're doing. Sure. So again, a lot of buyers that are out there, they might qualify for both FHA and conventional. They're going conventional because it looks better to a seller. Interesting. Good stuff. Hey, we got the phone lines open at 651-646-8255. Would you like to go to a St. Paul Saints game? Folks, we're giving away two pair of tickets to the two best real estate questions. Anything and everything real estate related, phone lines are open at 6516 Four six eight two five five. Text line is open at six one two two zero two eight three two one. Six one two two zero two eight three two one. Call or text both ways gives you a chance to win some tickets. All right. Seven client behaviors emerging from COVID nineteen. All right, we're gonna go number one. <sighs> Buyers in a rush. Hmm. They are in a rush to get it done. Um, they want um, to get out quickly. They want to make offers quickly, and they want responses quickly from from the sellers. Um, and they want to close um, as quickly as as the mortgage team and the title company can get the deal done. You know, and, and so keep that in mind if you're a seller. Um, buyers in a rush. They're in a rush to to secure the property and to close on the property. Um, seven client behaviors emerging from COVID nineteen. Number two. 
the wish lists are shifting. Mm. Okay. So I think about January, February of this year. Just talking about this um, yesterday with a client of mine. Uh, January, February of this year, had several conversations with buyers. Um, the home office kind of going out the door. Really? Not really look people, not really interested in the home office, not really getting used much. It's kind of like a you know storage room or a you know extra crap room or all your random stuff you don't know where to put <laughs> right goes in the Go, just... goes in the office close the door yep. you can't see it um, and everything is you know laptops and smartphones and so you don't you know where ten years ago you were you know you had a desktop computer and you're sitting in the office and so that was kind of going out the door uh, now not the case people want a home office again they want a home office for several different reasons um be, one because they're using it two because they're working from home uh three because many of them will continue to work from home or a hybrid of work going to the office and working from home um so you know through covid uh, many companies have discovered that their employees have the ability to uh efficiently and productively work from home and so you're going to see a huge shift in um people having to go to the office um, which is which is going to be a, a massive burden on the commercial office world. Yep. Um, it's going to take a m- big hit. I imagine too. You know, it, with with kids staying home from school, with yeah. most of the schools being hybrid models, where you might be in school two days and at home three days. Yeah. That's your kids' classroom too. So if the, if the yes. parents aren't using it for their job, the kids are using it for their classroom. You got to set up the desks. I mean, it's it's not. It's tough to have that set up on the kitchen table or to have it set up on the kitchen island. I mean, it's just, you know, so to have that space, and that's number one on the list. And um, it talks about uh, 24% increase in home office um, as far as a requirement or something or something that, that buyers are looking for, they need in their home. 24% increase for the home office. Um, the space to accommodate family, um, older adult relatives, babies, or pets, that increased 15% larger size house. For personal space, so that increased thirteen percent. People want a bigger house now, you know. In, in January or last year at this time, it's like yeah, I don't need all the square footage. Let's just you know, give me more cool stuff. Give me a smaller house. Well, now we spend all this extra time at home in the last six months. Now people want that space. Got to get away from your family. We get we drive us nuts. <laughs> some different living spaces, <laughs> right? And so, um, so that's increased uh, yard size uh, for uh, for growing vegetables and fruits. So that's increased 11%. People want a yard for growing vegetables. They want a yard for exercise. Um, they want broadband internet service. They want fast internet. You know, So these are all things that are, are changing and that have increased in, in buyer's search criteria. Uh, they want a bigger kitchen. Uh, they want acreage. I mean, holy smokes, are we seeing folks that are moving out, out of the metro you know, where there's this huge push to move into the city, into Minneapolis, into St. Paul. You know, we want... And we want to live in in the city. Now people are just, I want space. You know, I want some acreage. I want to get out of town. Oh, by the way, I don't even need to drive into to the office anymore. I can work from home. So give me some space. Um, people are wanting swimming pools. Um, they want, um, let's see here, safe place for pack. Oh, this is interesting. Safe place for packages, doorman to accept packages. So I guess we're getting more things delivered. Huh. So they want a secure. That's interesting. A secure place. I would say um, get a, a a ring doorbell or get a. Um, I think we have Sky Bell. So you got some video on people delivering and picking up your stuff. Um, but but interesting. All of this makes sense because we've been we've been seeing it. Um, you know, people are 
They want their home office. They want they want more space. They want bigger lots. They want to get out a little bit more. They want fast internet, bigger kitchens, um, because we're spending more time at home. And I, and I, you know, things will will go back to some of the things that were similar that they were six months ago, but some of the things won't go back. And and I think you know, especially with the the amount of time that we're going to spend at home, it's increased. I think that it will stay at a level um, higher than it was. I mean, can you imagine? productivity levels if you don't have to drive in let's say you let's say you live in lakeville and you got to yep. drive downtown yep the amount of time in the day you're saving by not sitting in your car in traffic and stuff it, it's huge and incredible it's huge i mean if you're driving 45 minutes each way that's an hour and a half you know that's an hour and a half extra that you could spend going relax and hanging out with your kids going to the park working out i mean it's a big deal right it's a big Truthfully, deal so. it's a gigantic difference yes, huge yeah is. like amazingly huge and, and, and the the mental health that comes from not having to be in rush hour traffic every day yeah you know there's I mean, there's really something to be said for the fact like for my job my full-time job that i can just oh i work in 10 minutes i guess it's time to get up to be your best every day you need proven quality sleep every night Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.